Welcome to Tupacast, episode one. Tonight on Tupacast, I have with me two very special guests. One, Sean Johnson. Hello, what's going on, man? Hey, man. I'm so excited that uh, you're with me on my first uh, first episode. And also, I have Kevin Zerby. Hey! <laughs> How are you doing? I'm great, guys. Hey, I'm, I'm super, um, super excited. I'm so glad you guys are with me on this uh, first episode of TubaCast. Uh, it's been five years since I've done this. You guys have both uh, really got me inspired to start this up again, so I'm glad that both of you could be on the first one. <laughs> How you guys been? What's, uh, what's going on in, in y'all's world? Well, I personally have been enjoying a whole crap load of new podcasts. And including present companies, I've been. You got a lot of lot going on. Well, there. I've been I've been working, but I've been listening to a lot. I mean, I've been working. I recorded with you a couple of weeks ago for the eighty to eighty nine, and then listening to <laughs> Twice. <Sean's> new shows, <laughs> the Average Road oh, yeah. podcast, which is very beneficial because it makes you want to get out and do something physical and take care of yourself instead of what I normally do, which is sitting on my butt watching the big screen television and see what's on Netflix tonight. It, it does. Uh, I was listening to his and. Uh, I was like, man, I want to go run. So I, so I ran. I started running and pulled a hammy. So so, so you know who to sue for that. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. It did, it definitely made me want to go run, though. Definitely. So, yeah, that's that's been it. I've been checking out a whole bunch of new shows and trying to record some at the same time. Awesome. Yeah, well, Kevin's being light about it. He is constantly recording. He's uh, giving me some new material to listen to, his new, new show with Doug, uh, Doug McCoy. Uh, a little throwback network podcaster. Uh, what what is the name of uh, Dumb Things I Did as a Kid? I think it is. That the, the dumb things I did when I was a kid. Oh, no. yeah. nice. Is that one already out? He just put out the uh, the first true episode today about training. Oh, okay. And uh, okay, he mentioned that it's a book that he's working on because I wasn't sure if I was telling the truth about. Oh, that. nice. Well, he, he nice. is uh, author Doug McCoy. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, so the, I, I heard the pilot episode where it was kind of just the introduction of it. So, yeah, I mean, Kevin's always podcasting. We did throwback reviews. We kind of – it's like we bring it back and then it goes away. And then we bring it back and it goes away. <laughs> and it's, it's my own fault because I am uh, – I love recording, but I, I, editing sometimes can be a pain in the butt. Plus, I'm just busy. I just – it's like I don't have uh, – the time to do it, I guess. I don't make it. So it's not like you have kids and a wife and yeah. a home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we brought it and uh, we'll get that out soon. But yeah, I have the, uh, the average runner podcast. That's my newest endeavor, I guess. Um, pretty stoked about it. I'm obviously a, a average runner and my friend Jason and I thought, Hey, we'd love talking about it. My wife hates hearing about it all the time. So, <laughs> somebody to talk to and uh you know if if it helps people out or helps them get a little motivated to go run then then uh that's great but it's really just kind of it's, a journal for myself it's funny uh my wife did a 5k this past saturday but it was one of those obstacle races mm -hmm. and so she went and did it with some some other friends and then when she got back one of her other friends who's kind of starting to exercise and you know get in shape or whatever and um, she said, "Hey, I wanna, I wanna start running, and by the end of the year, I wanna do a half marathon." Whoa! You know, awesome. and uh, and uh, she, she's like, she's like, "You wanna do it with me?" And um, I was like, "You know, maybe she should start with you know something smaller first. <laughs> God. Well, I mean, it's only, yeah, it's only April, so she's got plenty of time to get herself ready. I would think. Yeah, I, I told her. I said, you know, uh, have fun with that. <laughs> Well, real quick, what and and Sean, you know the answer. What's what's a and of course it depends on the person, so it's not a concrete answer. But say, say I was going to start running, you know, a healthy me is going to start running, and uh, but I have not done it before. So 
what is what is the average like a twenty five yard dash or? Oh, I, I mean, I don't have an answer to all that. I'm not trainer. Really, just, everybody has to just kind of uh, you know you listen to your own body. Just yeah, there, there's so many things out there to help you. There's so many different apps and stuff uh, to kind of help you get started, and, and you, you find out quickly where you're at with that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I I started with a couch to five k application. I I think I used it once, and I and I knew. Because I, I worked in a factory of physical jobs, so I knew that I was able to at least run a little bit longer than walk, run. But they're great for people that aren't used to it, you know, right. activity. So, enough about me, though. Let's let's get on with uh, the Tupacast. <laughs> let's go run. Oh, hey, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go run now. Bye, guys. <laughs> so there's something I like doing is. You know, I know it's uh, the name's not that great, but it's it's an icebreaker. I'll probably try to think of something better to call it, but basically just a question just to kind of get us thinking and uh, get having it. some fun. It's time for the icebreaker. Tonight's icebreaker is what is the worst haircut that you've ever had? I'll let one of you guys start. Well, I know. I, are you guys familiar with an old football player called Brian Bosworth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I, have a, I have a story about that. Go ahead. All right, well. I don't even recall what team he played on. This is like back in, gosh, it had been like 80. It was Ohio. Okay, whatever. I don't remember. I think, no, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oklahoma. I'm not a football guy. <laughs> Game with an O. Yeah, yeah I, I think it was Oklahoma. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember who he played for, but it was in the 80s, and he was known for having uh, these lines on the side of his head, but they were like uh, <laughs> in. And I believe he had a mullet with it too. So there's yeah. kind of like a mullet with these like different, you know, lines and different designs he would have put on his on the side of his head. And I think he would even color them at times. And, yeah, he uh, would. <laughs> nice. So you did that? Well, I didn't color them, but it was at the time. Uh, my mother, my parents were, were were divorced, and my mother was dating this uh, th- this hairdresser guy. But the thing was, <laughs> he he was a hairdresser for for uh, old ladies. So he didn't. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I want the, I want some of the lines on my head like that Brian Bosworth guy. And he's like, oh, all right. It took him a while, but he got him in there with a straight razor. He would cut it, and uh, yeah, that, oh wow, that was horrible. But he did it a few times because I thought it was cool. I, I think I was probably like, gosh, I don't know, maybe 12, 12 years old. Oh sure, yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of people doing that. Yeah, I, I can re- I can remember other kids at school that had it done, but I didn't have the sides of my head like tapered real short so yeah i wish i had a picture of it oh man that'd be great if you did (laughs) so yeah that was i mean other than just a mullet in general when i was a kid uh i'd say that was probably my worst my worst haircut it's it's funny you mentioned um brian bosworth because about two months ago i watched a documentary about him and um i remember him when he came out um in a movie called Stone Cold, where he was uh, a cop or something, and he went undercover, and, and it was an action movie, and he was fighting a bunch of bikers. And uh, I guess I saw it on HBO or something in the 80s, and, and I really liked it. And then I've never seen it since, and I couldn't ever find it. And anyway, I, I saw this documentary about him on Netflix, and I was like, oh, that's that guy. So I watched the documentary, and I watched a couple more about him. And uh, anyway, it's funny that you mentioned him, because I don't follow sports at all, but that's the only guy... That I know of, that's like an athlete, <laughs> and and it talked about his hair and everything. Yeah, that's funny. I think you should bring it back. I think you should. Uh, you think so? At least the sides. I'll, I'll, yeah. Next time I go to the bar, I'll ask him. Hey, Charlie, throw some lines. Throw, throw some Bosworth throw on the some side. lines in there. Yeah, he'll, he'll be like, he'll throw you out. <laughs> yeah, throw some lines in there. We get getting a mirror out and pulling stuff out of his pocket. That's what I was worried about. <laughs> He's like, I've been waiting. <laughs> Sir, what about you? Well, mine would have had to have been probably a long time ago, 1980. Like, yeah, when I was 10, and it was there was a phase in 1980 where everybody was getting crew cuts because I don't know if it was because of Happy Days and everybody wanted to look 1950s, oh. and yeah. uh, you know everybody wanted to be. Uh, I don't know why, but so I had it, and I it looked like I was wearing one of them furry muff helmets. It was just like there was this poof on top of my head when I when I had hair, and I, I hated it. the The sad thing is, is my second thing I was going to mention was, have you ever heard of a, a football player by the name of Brian Bosworth? <laughs> 
the only one I know. The same thing. <laughs> I had the same haircut. I had a long mullet hair. So when I started. Oh, man. I remember I went Jellyfish. The band Jellyfish in the 90s had just appeared at Tire Records down the street. And I wanted to look cool because Jellyfish was cool. <laughs> so I did. I shaved lines into the side of my head. Had a little help oh, wow. from my buddies. And they put them in for me. Uh, they were colored blue. And I went down there with the, oh, wow. the lines. Yeah, so that will nice. have to be the worst. That and the crew cut. <laughs> I hated the crew cut. That was bad. Oh, man. How about you? Well, okay, so mine, mine's, not, mine's not too crazy. But um, when, I, when I was married, we went off to college. And we lived in an apartment. And I'd, up to that point, I'd always got my hair cut at, you know, super cuts or whatever. And at the time, my, my, the hair that I had was, I guess they called it a Caesar cut. It was short and kind of short up here. And then you kind of flattened it, <laughs> kind of, you know, like, and then kind of poofed up the front a little bit. I don't know. They told me it's Caesar cut. I don't know. Like Sean's but, right now. Yeah, except not curly. <laughs> kind of the same thing. But, um, but uh, anyway, so I did that for, for a long time. And then, so when I was in college, I was like, you know, I, I can do this. I mean, they just take that shaver and shave it. And I mean, why pay them, you know? But um, I didn't have a shaver. All I had was a pair of scissors. Oh, God. So, um, so I was, I was cutting, you know, cutting it and uh, just, just by feel and in the mirror. But the back, you can't see. So um, it looked pretty good. You know, it looked just like, a, you know, a stylus, whatever. It's because it's just short. And uh, I was like, oh, it's pretty good. I just saved, you know, 10 bucks. And then, um, my wife came home. And I was like, check it out. I cut my hair. And she was like, yeah, that's not bad. And I turned around. I started walking off and she started screaming. <laughs> and and in the back was like four like total bald spots. Oh, like, God. I mean, it was, it was bad. And, uh, cause I didn't, you know, I couldn't see, I didn't have a mirror. And, uh, so I had to go to, uh, super cut to a, yes. <laughs> and she was like, fix my hair. She was like, she was like, what do you do? Anyway? So she had to like cut it so short to hide the bald spots, it was bad. No, oh but uh, anyway, so after that, I bought a ray, uh, one of those shaver things, you know, that the barbers use. Floby. I'm not sure what is that. <laughs> that's that's the thing. thing. Yeah, go ahead. Well, it's the hair dryer that you plug into. Uh, it's a <laughs> suction thing, and it, it sucks and cuts at the same. Oh, thing. I got you. Like I got you. That's it? yeah. It's like a nice. I have a buddy that uses one still. Really. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is cool. <laughs> no, but yeah, after that, I got one of those shavers, and I've and I've done that for like fifteen years. So it looks good on you. But now, now I'm letting it grow out. So I actually have to go back and have them. I had to go get and you know get it kind of trimmed up, and it was like the first time I've been to a barber shop in like twelve years. Dude, if you but anyway, if yeah. you can have hair, keep it. <laughs> Seriously, don't cut it. Both of you <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't screwing around. I mean, look at that. <laughs> Whoa, put, put it back on. Put it back on. Yeah, there's uh, one of the guys I work with. There's a couple guys I work with that are, you know, bald either by choice or they shave it or whatever. But mm-hmm. some some of the guys, man, they constantly, oh, dude, I can't see the, the lights reflecting off your head. You know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, cool. So, um <laughs> Tonight's topic is movie soundtracks. Uh, so we're going to talk about our, our – oh, I didn't even know I wrote that on there. Our uh, best, worst, favorites, uh, just <laughs> – we're just going to talk about movie soundtracks. And I picked you guys – or I didn't pick you guys, but um, I picked this topic uh, for you guys because, Zerb, you're a big music man. Yeah. And, Sha- and Sean, if I remember correctly, you're a big uh, soundtrack guy, right? I enjoy them. Quite, quite a bit. Okay, uh, but if, okay if, good. Don't make, make sure I got the right guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but don't make me out to be like, uh, yeah, he's our expert uh, soundtrack. Aficionado. I'm just a dork that listens to him at work and tells guys I'm listening to rock and roll. The second movement of uh, Snoopy's Great Adventure. Is that three, four time or six, eight? <laughs> Uh, we'll have to defer that to Sean. <laughs> <laughs> let's do our worst. Do y'all have? Let's if you have a worst, uh, let's do that. Does anybody have a worst? I don't have a worst. I don't know why I put that on there. 
<laughs> worst. I, if I had to pick a worst, for some reason, I can't even think of the name of the movie. It was a horror movie with Vincent Price in it that spent 99% of the movie. The, the music Museum? would. No, because the Wax Museum was pretty good, but it would build up. The, the music would build you up for this intense scene that never came, ever. Uh-huh. And it was like the music, even just during regular communication scenes where people are just giving you dialogue, the music is like, and you think it's like, oh, gosh, uh, something is going to come out and jump. That and sounds nothing. like Pee Wee Herman's uh, Big Adventure. I was, I know, I was thinking the same that's thing. That's one of my favorite. Yeah, it did sound like a Danny Elfman <laughs> thing, didn't it? Yeah. But uh, so that would be the worst for me. It was just it, a, a any any movie that has the music way too hard pounding for a soft scene. I think that's ridiculous. Okay. Sean, you know, I told you guys before we we started recording that when I first saw the show notes that you sent to us, I'm like movie soundtracks. This is like the easiest uh, show notes, the easiest show to do. And then I read that part where it said worst and I'm like, "Oh god. I I don't I don't really ha- I was like going over all these movies but uh it's like if it doesn't stand out for something I like I just don't even yeah, yeah I'm the same way. I don't have something that that literally uh that, that stands out as something that I don't like actually it would be uh Children of the Corn the reason is because that uh and this is a G podcast so uh it scared <laughs> the heck out of me that movie yeah. uh, we we uh we did that for one of our throwback reviews before uh, Zerb came on, uh, my wife actually sat in with that. And the reason I had her on that show is because she would make fun of me for the music. Are you guys familiar with Children of the Corn and the music? The Basically, it's like the, the uh, chanting. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. I still don't like it. But, <laughs> like but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Children of the Corn just because uh, one I don't think it's that great and uh, it's scary. Yeah, you brought up a good point because if I think it's a bad soundtrack, I don't remember it. So I probably shouldn't have put that on this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because I only remember you know the good ones, and if it's crappy, which I'm sure there are a ton of them that are, I just forget it. So. That's my answer. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I just had to kind of think about it, and uh, there's, I'm sure, there's a ton more out there that uh, if I had more time, which it's not like you gave me two months to, to come up with the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Children of the Corn. I think for me, honestly, you know, seriously, that is definitely a bad one for me. I mean, it doesn't have to be a specific reason, like oh, it's just the music sucks. It's just I don't. It's not something I'm going to listen to at work. Sure. <laughs> it's not something you're gonna to run to, right? Definitely, maybe run from, but yeah. not to. Hey, that'd be something you could uh, you could listen to when you're running, and then you'd think they're like coming after you, and it'd make you run faster. Yeah, they have. I think they have like apps like that. Oh, around. they do. Dang it! I was. Yeah. Well, what, there goes my million dollar idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my daughter. That's my funny. daughter Kate did that. She, he was a zombie chasing runners up oh. in, down in Roanoke, Virginia. Man, yeah, she did. Dude, that on Halloween. We signed up for that uh, last year on our birthdays. There was a zombie 5K obstacle run, yeah. but yeah. they canceled it like two weeks before, so we didn't get to do that. Oh, I, I would love to check that yeah, out. Yeah, there, there was one, uh, I think it, I don't know if it comes here every year, there was one here, and uh, some friends were like, oh, yeah, you should do it. And I was like, no, you know, I just like running, which is true, but I'm going to be honest here, um, between you two and the listeners, I didn't do it because... I knew I'd end up punching somebody in the face because I was <laughs> and not because yeah. I'm like I'm trying to be a tough guy. I'm just like I, you know, just like smack yeah. somebody, lock somebody out of the neck. I don't like this. I'm actually surprised that um, I mean I've never talked to anybody that's done one, but it seems like that would be a, a, a really high chance of, of, of something that could happen because you, when you're scared, yeah, and you know someone's coming after you, you know. Which might, you know, push somebody into a zombie. <laughs> yeah. I, you guys ever watch like uh, we we watch America's Funniest Home Videos with the kids, and and a lot of times during ho- around Halloween they'll have the uh, videos where people are going up to you know knock for tricks and treats on the door, and they're oh right, like yeah. sitting there, and then they jump up, and there's always one or two videos where the people freak out and then just start punching. <laughs> yeah, the dude. So yeah, that would be, 
Yeah, that'd be yeah. Me. <laughs> My wife had signed up to, to do that zombie with me, that, that zombie run. And uh, we were talking about it, and I said, look, you know, it's, it's going to be intense with people chasing you. Because it's kind of like capture the flag. If they if they tag you, then you don't survive, and 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 you get a different medal at the end. And and I, and it was like you know I I want to win. You know I don't I don't want to be a zombie. So if they're coming after us, you know, and it's getting pretty you know close, I might have to I might have to trip you. <laughs> you would push your co runner into a zombie. Hey, you know, for better. I've seen Walking Dead. That's, you know, the slow people are the ones that are going to get you killed. Hey, till death do us part, honey. See ya. Bye. <laughs> but it's not like Love she's you, dead. Dude. She's a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do, let's, let's do um, your best, or not your best, um, your favorite or most memorable soundtracks. Can you see this? I totally forgot about this. Is that Aladdin? Aladdin. Dude, when... when um, when the movie came out, I got the soundtrack. I used to listen to this <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I haven't listened to it in a long time, but man, I, I would listen to this like every day. You got me so, curious there, buddy, because uh, I've never heard. That's this is why I have to work out. <laughs> you want to be like the genie? No, because you know how many guys <laughs> listen to the lad get beat up. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'd actually listen to this while I was at the gym. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Person at the gym lifting weights. Like, Prince Ali. <laughs> oh, you know it. Nice. Nice. You do know it. I have no clue of any songs on there. You've never seen the movie? I, I honestly have not seen the movie. I'm not a Disney man. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, man. That's right. I am sorry. I'm not a Disney fan at all. Yeah. I'm going to send you a copy, Zerb. Thank you. So you can listen to it. That would make me very, very happy. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Ashley, because I am curious. And you know what? I have more respect for it now because of the fact that we don't have uh, Robin Williams around anymore. So it would be oh, sure. to hear it. Yeah. All right. What do you got, uh, Sean? Oh, man. Again, <laughs> like I said, this is this is so hard because if, if you're like, who's your you know favorite composer? It would be it would still be difficult, but it would. Well, it would be easy. But there's so many that I like. Uh, but God, man, it's like. Uh, it's a toss-up. Just say, just it's say a toss up between Empire Strikes Back okay. and uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, man. I am a huge Harry Potter and and uh, Star Wars fan. Now, who did the... Harry Potter? Ah, yeah. Uh, Williams did the first two. two really? Movies. Awesome. Let's see, I didn't first know that. First two or first three? I believe it was the first two, though. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's just got so much, so much stuff that... Uh, or maybe he did... He did the first and the third. Anyways, it's hard. Yeah, there you go. Empire Strikes Back. And yeah. and uh, even that, I was like, I was like, man, is it is it a new hope? Is it Empire? So I kind of wanted to have two different things that he did, but it's definitely one of those soundtracks. And I listen to them both at work quite often. Chris is also holding up uh, episode <laughs> one. It, is I have a Star Wars. It's not one of my favorites, and uh, but we won't get into a Star Wars discussion, but. But yeah, that that's what I would say. I mean, because uh, wait, 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 wait. You said you don't like Star Wars. No, he doesn't okay. want to get in a Star no, Wars. Into a Star Wars because I said you're holding up the Phantom Menace soundtrack. Okay, how do I mute Sean? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you don't like you don't like the Phantom Menace. Uh, no, you know uh, we, we we talked about this uh, on uh, years. We did, we did a uh, <laughs> a new trailer that came out, and it's not that I don't like the the new trilogy. Uh, I just the original is is uh, you know that's what I grew up on. But yeah. I, I oh oh I enjoy no, I, I I mean just the music. I, no, I do. I I like it, but it's nowhere. It, nowhere does it compare to sure uh, sure to the other it's, ones yes. that, that I said, and and I think the reason that. I wanted to make a decision between A New Hope and Empire going against like a Harry Potter film because Empire was the first Star Wars film that I saw in the theaters. A New Hope, okay. I think I saw that it was probably like on a Fox or uh, sure, something. yeah, me too. I, I didn't, you know what I mean. So A New Hope, I experienced or um, uh, uh, Empire, I, ex- I remember experiencing that in, in the theater. So, and, and there's just so many good 
good uh, songs or scores. I don't know. If, see, Zerb's the music guy. Like, what would it be? A song or it's not? You, know, you think of a song that someone's singing, but no, I would consider. I, no, I, I would still consider something a song, just like it is on the CD. It's, it's yeah. a track. track. And I'm wondering if uh, when John Williams did the the next set of movies um, after doing the originals, is there hints of the original music in in, in the new movies? Because I I can't remember. There is. Yeah, there is. So yeah. there's yeah, a he, lot of recall back to the old music scores. Which, there's there, yeah, there's some for sure. Yeah, you you can hear it kind of creep in, and I'm sure it's going to happen in 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 the new movies that come out to a oh, degree. I can't wait to hear. Yeah, and I can't wait to hear what he's going to do now because he's in his 80s now, right? Oh, I don't know. He's old as old, but yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of happy he's doing it. His all brain, his brain has got so much in there. I just have no clue how he pulls all that out. Because you got to count all of the Indiana Joneses. Yeah, I mean that's 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 all I'm saying, man. I thought it was easy, but this is really really hard. Even my wife was talking to her. She's like, "Oh, there's Indiana Jones, and there's this, and there's that." And I'm like, "Oh man, he's done well." It's Jonathan Williams. I mean, he's he's a a miracle. He really is. He's he's written so much music that would put to shame. I'm going to put this out there. I would definitely say that between him. I'm going to say it. People hate me. Him and Beethoven. I would go with Jonathan Williams writing more tunes. Wait, wait. Who's, what? Who's, who's Beethoven? Beethoven was a dog in a movie. Yeah. St. Bernard, a big one. Oh, I didn't know he made music. Yeah, he did. <laughs> we have all those movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Hey, that's what we should do for episode two. We should review all the Beethoven movies. Sure. <laughs> I, yeah, I think my computer stopped working. <laughs> Wait, I'll make sure of it. <laughs> um, no, but uh, no, Jonathan Williams has written so much music that uh, I think he, you could compare him to some of the great classical composers of our time. And that's oh, that's, I, that's my broad statement. Yeah, yeah I, I, I would totally agree with you mm-hmm. on that. I'll, uh, I'll so I'll pick uh, I'll pick Empire as my first uh, my first choice. Okay, Zerb, Danny Elfman's Pee Wee Herman. Okay, awesome. Sorry. It, it was the first time I've ever heard Danny Elfman, and the first day that I saw a DVD, believe it or not, was the Pee Wee Herman movie. That's how late I was to DVDs. And uh, I'm sitting downstairs with my buddy Ken. He puts it in, and I hear this music coming through the speakers, and it tickled because it was you know, and it was just like, holy crap, what is this? And he goes, oh, that's Danny Elfman. He writes the music and for, you know. He wrote the music for Tim Burton for this movie. I was like, oh my gosh. The whole t- I watched the movie mostly listening to the music through that whole movie. And then learning about Danny Elfman, following him through Batman, following him through everything else. But it all started with Pee Wee Herman's greatest adventure there. Is that Pee Wee Herman's great adventure? Big adventure. Big adventure. Was it, what was he, the singer of, uh, Oing- was it Oingo Boingo? Oingo Boingo, yeah. Oingo Boingo, and then uh, I think he went on to another punk band before. Just and it's such from what he did, you know, it's like night and day. Went from that into that. Now he's writing stuff that I I used to be able to predict a a Danny Elfman song like the back of my hand because I got so used to the way you know from Tales of the Crypt and everything else that he did. You got used to his carnival esque music, it, you know, Scrooged. Same thing, ding 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 ding, you know. La, 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 la. Every song had that in it. And then all of a sudden that stopped. And then he started writing music that you, I don't know what he did. He changed something else about him. Nightmare Before Christmas, he did. Oh, the whole thing. I mean, that's his movie. Tim Burton was just there to throw money at it. But (laughs) Nightmare Before Christmas is Danny Elfman. He did did a lot of singing in that, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. He played Jack Jack Skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did? Wow. He was oh, that's a good one. King. Yeah, that's his voice. So, yeah, Danny Elfman. And my, my choice would be, uh, Chris, my choice for the uh, Christopher <laughs> Trooper cast would be Danny Elfman's Pee Wee. I think I may have told Zerb this, but uh, my Pee Wee story. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, let me see, maybe it was last month, uh, Pee Wee, the Pee Wee movie came out on Netflix. And so I watched it with uh, my family. And I haven't seen it since... Psh, I don't know, early 90s, maybe. And I've seen some of his TV show, but the movie I'd seen maybe once or twice as a kid. And, it, and so I watched it with my kids, and man, I loved it. It was so fun. My kids were laughing. I was laughing. So so in, in the movie, he goes to the Alamo, and he asks them, where's the basement at? And they said, there's no basement in the Alamo. Well, the, the kicker was, literally, 
the week before I saw that movie, we were at the Alamo. We went to San Antonio and we and we walked by the Alamo and I showed the kids, hey, that's the Alamo. And they were like, so what? What's that? You know, and anyway. So a week later, we're watching Pee Wee and he goes to the Alamo and I'm like, that's where we were, guys. You remember we were sitting there and they're like, yeah, yeah. And then he does the whole bit with the, with the basement. And I was like, oh, if I had seen this movie before we went there, Missed I so... I was so frustrated, man. I so would have went up to one of those tour guides and been like, hey, where's the basement? <laughs> I went, ah! Oh. Next time. My favorite part of that whole movie still is that one part. I'm in Texas, and then the blonde the blonde girl, she said uh, over the phone, she says, no, you're not. I'll prove it. Watch. Oh, yeah, stars, the stars at night. That's funny. Deep in the, oh, that part is just my favorite part of the whole movie. I, I, I remember. I didn't. I couldn't. I didn't remember the Alamo part until you until you said that. But yeah, yeah um, the, the one part of that movie that that I always think of whenever anyone talks about it is when he's chaining up his bike, and as he's pulling oh, yeah. the chain out of the the uh, uh, the, the like saddlebag type plastic saddlebag on his bike, you can see the chain coming through the bottom, just being fed through. Like, <laughs> fed through the oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look for that. Probably just like ah, forget it. Who cares? <laughs> Editing room didn't give a crap about that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I have to look for that. My second one, I'm going to do... What did I do for my first one? Aladdin. Oh, that's... Okay. I don't know what... <laughs> is, a is good that, choice. This one is The Little Mermaid. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, almost equivalent to it. Almost. Top Gun. <laughs> Top Gun right there. Okay, so this one I just got for Christmas this year because my old one you were got lost. <laughs> yeah we don't get coal we get, we get top, top gun. gun no but uh man this this soundtrack i used to listen to this soundtrack a lot um funny story is uh when so when i was in high school i got that soundtrack somehow i don't know in pe when i was maybe a sophomore or junior or whatever they kind of started showing us kind of how to work out lift weights a little bit nothing serious but uh, so I would come home and kind of work out a little bit, but I didn't have any weights. I didn't have anything, but we had a set of encyclopedias. And so I would do, you know, curls and stuff with like the A and the M because they were the biggest, you know, they probably weigh a pound or two. <laughs> I don't know, but um, that was all I had. And so, but I would listen, to, <laughs> I would listen to Top Gun and lift my encyclopedia. <laughs> you would crank the yourself. I love it. If you stare at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> One day I'll be like, reading dictionaries. One day I'll be pl- I'll be playing volleyball without a shirt. <laughs> jeans too. Play, play volleyball yeah. in jeans. My jean shorts. No, he had much, jeans baby. on. He had just like regular jeans on. Oh, oh was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, Top Gun. Yeah, I, actually, I really like that soundtrack. Yeah. And so anyway, so I got this for Christmas, and so my kids had never heard it, so I was playing it. And we were at my mom and dad's, and my brother was there and everything. And so I was playing it, and I was picking the kids up and flying them around the house, you know, like a, like an airplane. And I was playing a danger zone, and I was throwing them up and dropping them and acting like they were crashing. And so did, they had fun. Did, did you cry during Take My Breath Away? Dude, I – yes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be <laughs> While you were lifting books in the mirror. <laughs> uh, so that's my second one, Top Gun. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, John, <laughs> so are we, are we, well, this guy does movies and he does TV shows. And one of his, one of the TV shows that he scored favorite modern show. Um, so um, the first uh, thing I'll mention is lost and okay. uh, his name is uh, Michael Giacchino. Okay. Uh, he also, but so lost, I mean, it's a uh, TV show. So I don't know if we're allowed to, to pick the, no, that can, no, that, that no, counts. that's but, sure. Track. You know, so it's a TV show. So you're not hearing a, a ton of music, but the, the stuff that he did just really would would grab you for the scenes. I mean, the, the show Lost. I mean, it's just uh, I don't know. You either you either love it or hate it. I guess uh, it's one of those shows. It's kind of got one of those Soprano endings and everything, where it's like again, you either love the ending or you hated it. I loved it, but uh, but he also did a lot of movies. He's done um, uh, Ratatouille. The Incredibles, which is a great soundtrack. That's okay. one that's on my phone. I love that soundtrack. Um, and Star Trek. He's done uh, Star Trek. Oh. Which, uh, 
I'm not a huge Trek fan, but I don't dislike it. And when I finally watched the movie, I was just like, man, he. I mean, oh, you're talking. Are you talking about the first, the, um, the original? Because that one's got an awesome soundtrack. That first uh, Star Trek movie that came out like in '79, '80. Is that is that the one you're talking about? No, no, no. He did uh, in uh, Into Darkness. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Yeah, the the uh, remake. But he's. I mean, he, okay. he did up. Yeah, he did up. He's done, oh, okay. uh, just a ton of things. John Carter, Mission Impossible, uh, Ghost Protocol. He's going to be doing Jurassic World. So I'm kind of I'm kind of excited about that because I believe that was John Williams originally, at least the first Jurassic Park movie. Yes, John Williams. Yeah, so to I don't I don't know exactly where Jurassic World you know timeline-wise or whatever, but still it's mm-hmm. It'll be nice to hear another composer that uh, sure. ever, like doing that that series, or at least the movie. So he's done, I mean, just a ton of stuff. So, but uh, as far as movies, I'll pick uh, The Incredibles because I think that's just a really good, uh, great movie and a great soundtrack. I'm gonna have to look check that one out. I don't remember that one. I'm gonna write that down. And he, I mean, he's done. I mean, he's done work on video games. I, I like the Medal of Honor series. He's done a lot of uh, work. Oh on yeah. That. Metal so on the series, definitely. Yeah, he's uh, he's got a pretty big, pretty big resume. So Michael Giacchino, but Lost. That, that's where I first got introduced to uh, to him was Lost, and then I found uh, other works that he had done. It's like, oh, that's the guy from Lost. Cool, Zerb. What you got? I'm gonna have to go with my number two. It's gonna have to be Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? The soundtrack oh, to that. Oh yes, the Soggy Good Bottom one. Boys, baby. That's a good one. Yeah, that anything that came out of that. I mean, there was a ton of artists that worked on that, um, but uh, definitely, uh, I'm a man of constant sorrow, and and uh, and still to this day, if I'm filling up an air mattress when my daughter comes to visit, every time you have to, it's one you have to stand on, sort of like an accordion, and you have to kick it in, and oh, inevitably I go, well, I went down to the river to pray, talking about the good old days of. And that, it just kills her every time. For some reason, she thinks that's the funniest thing. But yeah, you nice. got you got musicians. I'm just going to go down a little bit of the list of musicians here, which I just happened to find when I searched for it. And it's uh, you got the Soggy Bottom Boys on there. You got Allison Krauss. Uh, you got Norman Blake on there. Harry McClintock, and these are all kind of bluegrassy musicians. They're pretty good. You got the Ralph Stanley, John Hartford, yeah, yeah. the Cox family. I know this is rated G. The jailhouse. Not anymore. The j- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and these are all songs that were specifically written for this movie, and some of these songs actually existed before. The uh, uh, Norman Norman Blake and another gentleman by the name of Burnett, which they're not revealing. Dick Burnett wrote the Constant Sorrow song, and it's also an instrumental in the movie, where it where it plays in the background, and I just love it. So that's my choice for my number two there. I remember when um, when that came out. A lot of times when I would turn on TV, I would see Allison Krauss and Stanley and those guys playing that the music live at different venues, right? And and they had all the bluegrass guys. And man, that stuff was that stuff was awesome. Then um, I don't know if it's because I'm in Texas, but I would hear that stuff on the radio all oh, yeah. the time. And That's- I mean, it, it kind of got a resurgence after that. That movie and it was it missed some good stuff. Yeah, it's because you're in Texas. Yeah, it's gonna say <laughs> being in New York. <laughs> being in Texas helped. You're definitely not gonna hear a big resurgence of that in Canada. <laughs> Just not. <laughs> Moving on. Uh number <laughs> number three. Okay, so um I'm gonna do a couple just real you know, you know what? I'm gonna do this one since we mentioned it. Uh my number three, <laughs> Miami Miami Vice. And Okay, this is this is interesting because when I was a kid, you know, Miami Vice was really big, but I don't remember ever really watching the show. I just remember knowing what it was and the fashion, right? right. Um, but I don't remember watching the show and, and watching it now. I'm, I hope my parents wouldn't have let me watch that show, but I had the little white sports coat thing and I'd wear it to school, you know, like everybody. But now that I have Netflix, um, I started watching Miami Vice and. Man, I really got into it. It's such a cool. It actually, you know, to be honest, just between me and you and uh, the listeners, as Sean said, it actually. <laughs> I told my wife, I said, "Man, I've been watching my Vice. I really want to be a Vice cop." 
she's like, yeah, but you're not going to get to drive the car and, and shoot people. And I'm like, yeah, but they get to shoot people all the time. They get to drive cars and, and look how they dress. I would wear that same stuff right now. But, um, I, you know, I don't want to shoot anybody. But um, the show makes it look really fun to be a vice cop. But, um, oh, yeah. So, is that, so, that, so that disc you have is, is, is not this from the is, remake. It's from the actual show. Like a, Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's got some of the uh, – no, it's only got one Phil Collins, and it's got a couple other songs and a bunch of instrumental. But um, yeah, it was interesting because when that song, um, that Phil Collins song, uh, In the Air Tonight, that's kind of, you know, the, it's the one that's kind of known for Miami Vice. Right. It came out, I think, on the second episode, and that kind of made him a star. And so a lot of, after that, I started listening to the songs that they play in, the, in, the, in, the, in each episode. And you hear a lot of a lot of people that um, I don't know if they got famous because of that, but it certainly helped. Helped their career. You know, their, yeah, and it's really interesting because I've also started watching Chuck, and I know that they do that. They they they're real particular about the music they use, and I've never really paid any attention to any of that until I started watching Chuck and reading a little bit about it, and and, and they were saying how. You know, they pick certain songs for this and that. And I'm like, you know what? That's really cool. And I'm sure a lot of people have been doing that forever. I just didn't know. And Miami Vice was probably one of the first ones that kind of started started using, I guess, kind of pop music in their show. Anyway. Uh, well, not just that, but you have Jan Hammer three. on there. Jan, oh, yeah. Jan Hammer. I love his stuff. He's one of the, the kickers of that type of uh, synthetic pop oh, background man. music. I mean... I love that stuff. And and it, it pushed on to like Beverly Hills Cop and all that type of stuff with that type of music. And uh, so Jan Hammer is, I'm a big fan of Jan Hammer. He's on there. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, I think my last pick will probably be, because um, I could just sit here and be like, um, okay, Star Wars, yeah, Indiana Jones, um, you know, <laughs> just going through Jaws, uh, E.T., <laughs> So I have like a best, I have like a like a best of uh, John Williams because I, I can't have all the soundtracks on my phone, and it has stuff like Jaws, which is just an amazing soundtrack. I mean, when you sell, tell somebody Jaws, you know they think like just that, but then when you when you listen to it, you know there's different scenes like when they're going out to sea. It's like a really uplifting, happy song, and uh, it's you don't really. I didn't really pay attention to it in the movie until I rewatched it after hearing the actual soundtrack. So there's just like, like a lot of really uh, good music in that. But um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the back to the future. Oh, <laughs> you, nice. You got fifties classics and, and you got uh, my man, Huey Lewis in the news, which my uh, seven year old absolutely <laughs> loves. Awesome. Oh, wow. That's not, I, I, good I, taste. I hadn't even thought about that one. Good taste. Yeah, and I actually saw Huey a couple of years ago. He came here. I paid. I want to say it was like ten bucks. It was really, really cheap. It was when he was kind of trying to make. I don't want to say a, a comeback, but you know, because the, the the retro scene is so huge now that a lot of bands from like the '80s can kind of do that now, you know. And uh, so he was kind of getting back into it. This was, I want to say, two or three summers ago. So I got tickets really cheap my actually my wife bought them she's like you're gonna go you love this you're gonna go. Nice. I'm like i don't want to go <laughs> i went and i had an absolute ball <laughs> i bet do they still sound as good as as you would expect them to yeah i mean i was loaded but it sounded good to me <laughs> uh, at least the old stuff the, and I, I sometimes i feel bad um because and this is me personally but like i really don't i have no interest in like his newer music. Like I just want to hear the classic eighties, which I'm sure that gets right. annoying to them, but it's like, come on, man, let's just face reality. You, you know, I want sports <laughs> and four and then get off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, you know, when he played the old classics, it, it, it was uh, great. But the thing is like the next summer, uh, he came back to another location and dude, the tickets were like 95 bucks. I was like, oh, oh man. So just like uh lead singer of uh, men at work, Colin Hayes, it's, he's coming here, and I, I, I'm not, I'm not really into going to concerts anymore. It's just not my thing. But I was, yeah. like, if I ever go to a concert, it's going to be him, or if like Men at Work did a reunion tour, and even that, like tickets are like 120 bucks. And Whoa, it's, it's wow. like half away. I'd have to get a hotel room. I'm like, oh man, I don't know. I'll just stick to my 
if, if retro music wasn't in, I wonder if those tickets would be down to 25 bucks each. Well, they would. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, a couple of years ago when, when Huey came here, it was like, the, I don't think, uh, I mean, the, the retro scene was, has been huge, but you know what I mean? It's like, oh, really so that's big. what you mean by the $95 jump. Yeah. Just because of how hot, uh, it's not worth it. Yeah. You know, so, um, no offense, Huey. Rolling Stones are coming here, and they they want like hundreds of dollars for tickets. Wow! Somebody's got to pay for all that Geritol. <laughs> Might as well be us. But yeah, it's a great movie, great soundtrack. I love seeing uh, Huey Lewis's little cameo when Marty and his band are yeah. auditioning for the uh, for the dance. And I'm you know, sorry, just too darn loud. Yeah. <laughs> Good pick. I hadn't even thought about that one. Zerb, what you got? My third one, I have to go with. Is that the Godfather? Yes, sir. Oh, how do I how do I mute? How do I get rid of somebody? What? <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna leave. Get yeah. What? Why? Why? Uh, you know, I'm not a I'm not a Godfather fan. Is it because but, uh, you don't have one? No, it's uh, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I said it. No, I have family that's in the mob, so it's. Uh, oh, that's that's I the movie's. Uh, it's, it's not as glamorous. As, is it down yeah. by the docks? <laughs> is that with his family? Yeah, this is the Tupa family. <laughs> We're straight from Sicily. <laughs> We're from the old country. Oh, but that's a that's a. Uh, the music, as far as I know, is Nino Rota, and it was awesome music, and you didn't like it, huh? No, actually, you know what? Um, I don't remember the music at all. Um, oh. Uh, I'm just talking about the movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I shouldn't have even. I feel bad for you. Now I feel like I hurt no. your feelings. SpongeBob no. SquarePants, back in New York. Oh, that was right. great music. Now, now we're, okay, now we're back on the same <laughs> No, I'm with I'm with you, Zerb. <laughs> Amazing movies, at least the first two. Yeah, definitely. And even I, I'm the sucker who likes the third one just because See, I'm not. I I can't. I just can't get into it. I can't get into the story or the acting. It's just the fact that everybody's together again for one more gun shoot. That's just it. <laughs> and that's and those and the first two are kind of like I can't. I just can't pick. They're both just. It's one movie amazing. to me. Huh? Yeah. It's just one movie to me. Yeah, it's just one long movie. I love yeah. like the back and forth and, and two. Oh, yeah. You know, going back and seeing uh, Robert De Niro mm-hmm. uh, playing the, the the character of uh, Marlon Brando as a, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. Definitely nothing. Yeah, yeah. Let you say something about your family. So, that's my impersonation of uh, Al Pacino. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. <laughs> you're really, uh, you're really selling it for me, sir. Pick yours up tonight. I think I've, t- I think I've told you that. On you Boston have told before. me that once or twice on the podcast. <laughs> That's my favorite line from uh, from The Godfather. What was it? What did he say? When he yells at guys, says, "You can act like a man." <laughs> Do <laughs> Godfather? Oh wow! You could act like a man. That's how he does. No, he yells it. Oh, you could act like a man. Oh, Shelly's sleeping. Shelly, no. you sleep? <laughs> then maybe you could act like a man. How was that? <laughs> she goes sleeping. okay. <laughs> oh god! It'd be, fu- it'd be funny if she walked in and just punched you. <laughs> that would be great. I actually would love that right now. That would be weird. Uh, okay, so I'm going to do a couple real quick. I'm just going to throw them out there so we're not here all night. The Goonies. Of course, i got to say The Goonies because I love The Goonies. Great soundtrack. Indiana Jones, of course. John Williams. We've kind of already talked about all that. Uh, Tron Legacy. Yeah, dude. Uh, that, is, that is a good oh, soundtrack, man. I love that soundtrack. That yeah, is an awesome soundtrack. Labyrinth. Ah, good choice. Yeah. You remind me of the babe. What babe? The babe with uh, the power. What power? Power of voodoo. Voodoo? Voodoo. <laughs> what? My that little. was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, edit that out. That's going to be the opening. 
<laughs> I've heard that so many times. Uh, we have a DVD player in in the van, and the two movies that I can I remember listening to over and over and over, and and probably only seen them both once, maybe twice, but I've heard them a million right. times. Was uh, Labyrinth because uh, it was one of my wife's favorite movies, and the kids love it, and uh, Nightmare before christmas okay yeah New yeah time. that's a good one those are good um okay so i have this i got this a couple years ago it's called uh dungeons and dragons role-playing soundtrack by midnight syndicate and it's just kind of like um it's very it's uh, kind of yeah like, it's like yeah i downloaded yeah. that one time oh yeah okay so you you put pl- you play it like while you oh. While you're like playing Dungeons and Dragons, but I just play it like in the background. It's pretty cool. It's a, it's a really cool idea. So if you're uh, playing something or doing something and you want some kind of like medieval sounding stuff in the background, it's pretty cool. What and I also you, have. So if you can't get girls and you want to roll dice and listen to some cool music, <laughs> you want to put that CD. <laughs> I'm just so yeah. So you can listen. Doing where you need medieval music. <laughs> Right. What do you- hey guys, guys, Lark- you know what makes this thing? That Cooper CD, it's right over there. It's really good. It's like some- yeah, this is the best Friday night ever. <laughs> Can't be beat. I hope it never ends. <laughs> Real funny, guys. That's what I do. <laughs> oh gosh, Midnight Syndicate is very famous for creating uh those live halloween discs where they record oh really our stuff yeah so i'm actually a big fan of midnight syndicate but i didn't know that they did a dungeons and dragons uh, cd uh. hey mom can we have some more chips please and some please. more chips <laughs> shippy clops and clean and some cheese <laughs> mom is there why i'm punch hey hey mom don't listen to him okay don't listen to him punch and crackers we're doing the podcast <laughs> I'm checking four. My <laughs> turn to roll. Five size dice. Hey, did you guys ever play Dungeons and Dragons? Yep. No. We didn't have we didn't? music, though. Yeah, I used, I played for a little while. Oh, okay, so one more. Um, I, don't, I don't have the CD in front of me, but I downloaded this thing uh, a couple years. Well, actually, I bought a CD, but um, it's, a, it's um, arcade sounds. Like this guy back in the 80s took a recorder with them and recorded, like, I think it was him and his brother, I'm not sure, but they just went to the arcade and he just recorded people playing arcade games. Mm-hmm. And so it's got all the beep, boop, 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 and all the sound effects. And, you know, it, you can't listen to it for, like, hours, but, um, I mean, you could. But It's good to fall it's, asleep it's, to. Yeah, it's pretty cool that uh, somebody recorded all that stuff. Yeah. there's. I think there's three of them. I have three of them, uh, the recordings. They're hours long. Uh so I know they're awesome. They really are yeah. cool. And so it's uh between that, Aladdin, and the uh, Dungeons and Dragons soundtrack, it's a good thing I'm already married. <laughs> <laughs> I can do what I want. <laughs> you you passed. You're good. <laughs> she was like she was like uh you want to get married? Yeah, yeah. Then we then we move in together, and I'm like, look what I got. She's like, oh crap. <laughs> hey Sarah, can you get my dice, please? I got some music. I'll get the board. Okay, I'm the DM. No, I got 14 points on you because my actual drew. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna play some Dungeons and Dragons tonight. <laughs> I, we, my wife and I were at Panera Bread a couple years ago, and uh, there's these kids playing. I don't think they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. It was some sort of role playing game with dice and everything else, and I'm like. My wife's talking, and all I'm here, my wife is like, because I was like staring over her shoulder, like, I just want to sit with them. <laughs> Chris, are you going through your goodies? <laughs> are you looking through oh, your guys, toys? Look at my CDs. <laughs> yeah, I was going to, I had one more CD. I don't know if I should share with you guys. It's the uh, oh, sure, Barbie, bro. what is it? The Barbie, sure. Dr- Barbie Dream House. <laughs> they made a movie <laughs> called Barbie Dream House. I'm out. Living the dream house. You can move in too. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and wrap that up. Uh, okay, so that's a wrap. <laughs> a 
turkey wrap. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us tonight as we talked about uh, soundtracks. <laughs> okay, guys, thanks for. Uh, I really appreciate you guys joining me tonight. It's a lot of fun. Where where can all the listeners find you guys? Well, in a, in a lump sum, you can find both of us at Throwback uh, Throwback Network is is the best place to go. Okay, because uh, you're going to find. Most of my shows are there, and it will link to others. Most of Sean's shows are there, and it will link to all of his. All of my shows are there. Oh, all of his shows. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's my suggestion to definitely just go to throwbacknetwork.net, right? Throwbacknetwork.net. You find uh, Zerb, some Zerb shows there. Um, you'll find all of my shows there, even the ones that I've put on the shelf for a little bit, OTR playlist, and even my running podcast. You yep. know, it's not retro, but um, be- it is because what you're what you're recording. No, there's nothing there. retro about it. I'm, <laughs> it's behind you. I'm trying <laughs> to build, so I put it up there. <laughs> there's a, but there, honestly, uh, seriously, there's like there's just a ton of great uh, retro podcasts up there. So any kind of retro gaming system or computer that you can think of, it's uh, we probably have a show uh, based yep. on that. So awesome, check it out. Thanks, guys, for uh, for joining. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And good night. And now we have a special uh, treat. My kids are going to review the movie Home that just came out recently. So, uh, my daughter, Ariana, who's almost nine, my son, Rylan, who's almost six, my wife, and my parents all went to go see Home. Okay, so now I'm going to play a little bit of the trailer for Home. Among an alien race called the Move lives a lonely fellow named O. Hello! Who was just trying to fit in. I am a superstar in technology. Uh-oh. But now... Arrest that he needs somewhere to hide out. Can I come into the out now? No. But I can. You are just having to take away the piece of wood. This March... My friends call me Tip. I am O. O? I have been given this name by my many, many friends. Good morning. Uh, Hi, guys. Oh. Hello. From DreamWorks Animation. What did you do to my car? It should hover much better now. Your vehicle is infested. He's my pet. Now he is vibrating. Is he going to explode? He's on the run. Now, Ariana and Ryan are going to tell me about the movie since I didn't get to go see it. Um, Ariana, would you like to say hello? Hello. Ryan? Uh oh. Okay. Uh, first off, let's start with a summary, which is, uh, can you tell me what the, what the movie was about? Since I didn't get to go see it, just yes. just kind of tell me what it was about. That's home. It's called home. Yes. Okay. What was it about though? Uh, little home. They went home. Mhm. And little on mission. They went on a mission. Yes. Okay. And uh, this happy movie. It was a happy movie. Yes. Okay. Ariana, why don't you tell me a summary? It, it was cool. Uh, uh, my, my favorite character was Tip. Tip? Okay, well, first, can you tell me what the movie's about? Ooh, okay. So, it all started when it was, when they were in, I don't want to tell me that. Um, they, they wanted to get all the humans off Earth, so they, they took her mother, but the girl somehow managed to stay on Earth. Then, uh, her and her pig were driving around, and she bumped into an alien. Then they teamed up, and they had to find her mom, and they had to go to Paris, then Australia. Okay. The aliens took all the people off Earth. Yes. Because they wanted to live there? Yes. Where, where did all the people go? Uh, they went to different countries, but everywhere except where, where the little minion thingies live, the little boos live. But then they took them to like different places over the ocean. Okay, so they took they took all the humans to other countries, and the little aliens stayed where the people were. Yes. Okay, and then the little girl teamed up with another alien and tried to find her mom. Yes. Oh. Oh, his name was O. Yes. Okay, I saw that part in the trailer where he said, "All my friends call me O," because every time he walks in, they go, "Oh." Did they do that in the movie? Oh, on O. Okay, so the movie, the aliens come to Earth. They take all the humans and put them somewhere else, and then they live there, and the little 
alien tries to help the girl find her mom. So does she, did they find her mom? Yes. Okay, and then what happens at the end? Did the, did, uh, okay, what? Little Barbie, little Barbie, big spaceship. Little Barbie, bad guys. No, no, let's do they do let's do the bad. Let's do oh, let's Barbie and it. Did all the aliens leave at the end? Or did they stay with the people? They stayed with the people. They had a big party at the end. Okay, so they all kind of like lived together at the end. Yes. Ari, what was your favorite character? <laughs> Tip. Tip? Who's Tip? The girl. The girl? Yeah. Okay. Ryland, did you have a favorite character? Yes. Oh. O is your favorite character? Oh, and that. Was there, a, was there somebody in the movie you didn't like? Somebody you thought was like, ew. Me? No. Yeah, both of you know you like everybody in the movie. Mm-hmm. Alright, was there a bad guy or a boring yes, character? There was a bad guy, and he was real big, mm. but at the end, his like mouth like opened, and there's only a little squid in it, so we're going to That's yeah. funny. So after watching the movie, did you learn anything from the movie? Did it make you think about anything? No. Yes, me. What What did you think about? Bandit. Treat, about planets? Treat other people how you want to be treated. Okay. Because when whoever O walked in, they would always say O. And that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be nice if, the, if O did that to the other people. Okay. So after watching the movie, is there anything that you, that you would wish they had done different? Was there parts of it that you didn't, you thought maybe this part should have been more action or more people or no. different people or were parts of it slow or boring or no they're all exciting okay it's all exciting it says one part was super sad because she uh gave up finding her mom because she uh found out the state that she went to uh africa but she couldn't find her but then she, but then oh somehow she found oh again um and then uh Okay. So in the movie, she doesn't have a dad. No. Uh, Do they ever say why? No. She just doesn't have a dad. Okay. Would you recommend this movie to adults like me and and other adults? Do you think Do you think we would like it? Yes. 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 yes? What about kids your age, like your friends? Would you tell them to go see it? No. No. Why not? I don't know. You don't know, but you liked it. You don't think your friends would like it, Ari? What about you? No. My classmates don't like those kind of movies. Why not? They like action movies. I thought you said it was lots of action. No. It wasn't. I mean, they mean like war movies and stuff. Oh. What? They don't like... Do you don't think anybody in your class would like this movie? Only one. Only one out of all of them? Wait, two. Uriel, Maybe two. Uriel and uh, Ronaldo. Hmm. I bet there's more than one. Yeah. Okay, well, is there anything else that you would like to say about the movie? Oh, me. Okay, what's that? I'm in it. You want to be in it? Me too, I'm in it. Okay. Ari, anything else? Oh, hi. What's that? Mommy. Mommy, no me like it. Mommy. Mommy liked it? No. Uh, men. I hate men. You hate men? In the movie. In the movie, they hate men? Mom. Oh, yeah. That big bat. Because um, the leader of all the booze had a rock on its stick, uh-huh. and the big bad guy, that was actually, it had his little babies in it, so that's why he was trying to find it, and they always thought um, that the big guy was a taker, but actually he, the booze are because they took the rock, but they didn't even know that. Oh, he was trying so, to get it from them, yeah. but they took it on, they didn't know what they took. Yeah. Okay, so at the end, that guy came looking for him? Yeah. Did they team up with the humans to fight him or something? Uh, no. no. She found her mom, and then she gave it to O, and then it gave it back because it went to Earth to get it. Okay. Hey, Mom. It's over. Bye-bye. Okay, no, bye, no, Ari. Yes, no. Rylan? Uh, Mommy, two men are hate. There's two men you hate. But well, we don't say hate, right? Two. There's two men you don't like. Two. There's two. Men. Okay. Okay, let's watch it. Let's watch it now. And at that point, the kids wanted to stop and listen to what we have recorded. So that's the end of our review of Home. Hope you enjoyed that. Thank you for listening to TupaCast. TupaCast can be found on iTunes or at ctupa.com slash TupaCast. Christopher will create original art relating to each podcast that will be for sale on the website. Proceeds from the sale of art will go to help pay for hosting fees.
If you have a topic idea for a podcast or would like to be a guest on TupaCast, email tupacastpodcast at gmail.com. Feedback and comments are welcomed at iTunes and via email. We hope you have enjoyed listening to TupaCast. Thank you. Power to the people, man. Tupacast. That's a good thing, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> click, click, click! <laughs> I want my tater tot. I want my tater tot. Yeah. Time to say goodnight, bro. Tater tot. Tater tot.